Hi, this is Elliot Moore, and you're listening to Cosmic Soup. Welcome back, cosmonauts, to the return of Cosmic Soup. Yes, we are back from our trip around the cosmos with some exciting news to share with y'all. Joining us today is new team member Elliot Moore. In addition to her epic background in visual communications, she's going to be bringing a little extra something-something to the soup. More on that later. And of course, we've also got with us today the woman, the myth, the legend, Cynthia Thurlow-Kruber. Hey, Elliot. Hey, Cynthia. Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me today. Hello. Thanks for having us. Hello. It's great to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, Elliot, uh, I want to welcome you to the team. And I want to say that we are very excited to talk to you today about uh, what you are going to bring to the soup. So that being said, why don't you give the listeners uh, a nice little background on yourself? Tell us about who you are, where you came from, and what your background is. Yeah, well, hi, everybody. Like Mike said, I'm Elliot. I'm new to Third Third. I'm new to Cosmic Soup, but excited to be here. I grew up in Seattle. I went to Roosevelt High School and then recently graduated from Occidental College in Los Angeles. And there I studied media, arts, and culture, and I minored in theater. So my background is primarily in visual communication, and that's what I'm really bringing to the table for Third Third. And I really do have a passion for storytelling on top of that. So I want to go in and I want to make sure everybody's story gets told and do it in a very aesthetically pleasing manner. So that's, yeah. that's a little bit about me. That sounds amazing. Uh, that was probably the, the best edition of podcast cliff notes on somebody's background I've ever heard. So. It's my whole life right there. <laughs> 20 seconds clean. Pretty epic. Well, we're excited to have you and we're excited to, uh, you know, explore this avenue of, of you telling stories and all of your, your cool um, stylistic things that you're going to bring to the table are going to be awesome. And of course, uh, Cynthia, always awesome to have you on the show as well. It's always awesome to be here, and I'm very excited about Elliot joining the Third Third team and culinary coach team. Um, I'm, I think what really stands out about Elliot is we're going to talk a little bit about age later, but right now she is an old soul, ex- incredibly mature. Um, I love that she comes from a theater arts and creative visual communication background, but also out of the LA market, which is the hotbed of visual communications. So, and entertainment, which is something that we are weaving into the third, third offering. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I guess that being said, uh, visual entertainment, uh, visual arts and all that kind of stuff. How does that tie in to our industry, Elliot? Well, the more and more I'm noticing is that communities want to have accurate photography and videography up on their websites and they want a fresh website that that represents the best of what their community has to offer and video is is kind of the new way of doing that and it's so easy to produce a great video nowadays that if you don't have a stunning picture or video up on your website you're you're falling behind and the good news is it's so easy to do yeah i mean in contrast um in the absence of that what some organizations will do is just use stock photography. And we actually, we do a funny bit in one of our speaking engagements about that, where we show the same image and it's being, and it's selling pharmaceuticals and then it's selling 
Viagra, and then it's cruise lines, and then it's finance, and then it's secret living, and um, it's all the same image. So much better to have some custom video and architectural photography. And video yeah. isn't new. Blending together something you can see and something you can hear is really, really old. But the thing about the aging services industry is that many of these places don't have a great video to showcase their amenities and their features and what makes them special yet. And so the beauty with that is that you can go in and find exactly what makes that community unique, what makes it special, and you can tell a story in 30 seconds. And that story is on your video or is on your website and, and people can click on it and watch it. Can you give us an example about, you know, kind of what that looks like when we talk about how do they use a video? What, what, what would that pathway uh, entail? Well, videos are everywhere online. They're, they're on social media, they're on your website, they're in your pocket on your phone. And the way that you would view it is that it could either come up as a paid advertisement on your, your Facebook page, you can scroll past and see somebody advertising for their community and you can click on their video and in 10 seconds or less get a great idea of what that community is all about. Or you can actually click on the web page and be brought to the, the web page and see it there too. So it's really everywhere. Yeah, we're using it. I mean, gosh, for our social media marketing, <clears throat> both organic and paid, and paid um, we're using videos and we're doing a lot of A-B testing with that. We know that videos perform at a higher rate. And then also in Google AdWords campaigns, um, video is preferred over non-video content. It's dynamic. It draws the eye. Yeah, absolutely. When we're talking about, you know, integrating this now into our daily lives at communities, what does that look like? What about if people are going to ask you, what about equipment? How do I get this set up? How do I get started doing this? What's your advice on that? Well, the beauty about all tech right now is that it's just becoming more and more accessible. And when I say accessible, I mean less expensive. And moreover, you could rent something that would usually cost $2,000, a really nice new camera. You can rent it for way less than that for a week, get a really great team in and produce a great video for a really reasonable price. So when you're talking going into a community, this could be a week long project rather than a few years ago or five years ago. It could be a, a few months of process and development to get something that you can get within a week now, which is great. Yeah. And um, what about uh, kinds of technology, things like, uh, you know, drones and the new phones and all kinds of things that are really uh, kind of an outside of the box way to think of, of getting this stuff produced? Right. I'm, I'm glad that you brought up drones because they sound kind of spooky when you're talking about them, <laughs> but they're actually such a cool new tool for video because I don't know if you've been checking out websites recently, but a lot of places who specialize in real estate or colleges that are trying to get an updated view of their campus, something that especially in COVID people are looking for is a virtual tour. And the beauty of the drone shot is that you can have in, in 10 seconds, this beautiful sweeping shot of your entire campus on a beautiful sunny day where the birds are chirping and the sun is shining and it's gorgeous. And a drone you can rent again for a week and it's cheap, very cheap. <laughs> and it's great, easy to use. 
The other thing that is great is these new 360 degree video cameras, which is back to the virtual tour idea. Great because you can sit in your comfy armchair at your house, looking at your computer and click through an entire campus, an entire building, walk through a model apartment and really get a feel of what the space looks like rather than a series of photos. That's even an advancement past photography, which is really exciting. Well, yeah, that's really cool, Elliot. So really what I'm hearing out of this is that you can have videos produced efficiently and affordably and not even really have to have a ton of your own equipment. No, you really don't. Yeah, And if you were going to buy equipment just as a thing to have around, what would you suggest would be just a super basic setup for somebody to have in case something pops up on the fly and they want to put together a, a quick promo or something like that? Well, before you go and you purchase a very new expensive mirrorless Sony camera, Nikon camera, I would check out the specs of your iPhone that you have in your pocket. If it really is on the fly, you can get a 4K video which essentially just means extremely high def and is the standard nowadays by shooting something with your iPhone. And there are an entire movies shot on iPhone and they're, they're brilliant. And Androids too, don't want to leave them out. But in terms of a camera and some sound equipment, if I were to make a recommendation, like I said, the Sonys have a really great, um, pretty basic level camera, the Alpha series, the Alpha I think it's that 3.7 I really, really like. I think it's kind of the bread and butter camera. The Nikon 7Z is also great for that same price range. It runs at about 2,500. The Sony is a little bit cheaper than that, I believe, and you can get it even cheaper used in terms of sound equipment. And what we're recording on today, the Zoom recorders are great. And you can get a cheap camera or a cheap microphone like the Heil or a little lavalier microphone, which are great when you go into communities and you're doing interviews. They're those little cute teeny tiny microphones that you clip onto <laughs> someone's lapel or their lavalier and you pick up great audio. And like Mike and I were talking before we started recording, they have new Bluetooth options for that as well. So there are plenty of options in the market and the search can be overwhelming at first because there are so many options. But if you talk to someone who knows what they're talking about, I wouldn't say myself necessarily, but another expert like Mike or somebody else who's friendly on the internet they can help you narrow down your choices. Awesome. And getting back to the iPhone thing real quick. So let's just say that I did want to shoot a video on my iPhone, which we all know that the, the video capabilities, especially on, you know, the 12s, for instance, are epic. What would you recommend uh, as far as getting that, the audio recorded for that as well? Do you recommend outboard gear or just do the whole thing, audio and video straight from the phone? I think it depends on what you're trying to shoot. I would say if you have a nice quiet room and you're trying to walk around an apartment and you're hearing whoever's touring you talk about the amenities of said apartment, I would say you can record it right to your phone. The audio does a pretty good job by itself. But if you're outside at a park or you're outside at a community which has a lovely gazebo, but somebody has their grandkids screaming in the background, maybe that's when you might, might, you might want to rent something like the Zoom recorder and get a teeny tiny little mic on board and do some dual recording. And syncing those up is as easy as putting them on your computer. Um, and that's when you wanna, maybe Cynthia can jump in on this, make sure you have a really good team on hand. If you can't do it, maybe hire somebody for a week who really knows what they're doing. And, and the level of talent can make a huge difference in the outcome of the product. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, okay, I'm not saying this because we sell video, but. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, but as an organization, um, you know, I think of, I think back to the 1980s when ad, there were advertising agencies and 
you know, late eighties, we were going to see Nirvana <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> but when Adobe came out with page maker and illustrator and Photoshop and, and now all of a sudden everybody's making, using page maker to design communications. Um, it's the tool. The tool is awesome. The tool is affordable, but you still need the creative talent using the tool. And I think that that is a key point. Um, you know, it's so, it's funny because this also happens with social media. Well, gosh, um, you know, the receptionist can handle our social media presence and, and advertise for us. Well, again, social, uh, Facebook is a tool, but you need to have marketing and creative uh, chops to use it effectively. And I think um, for sure, video is probably even more critical because it can communicate so many things in such a short time frame that you have to be so selective um, and critical about what is it that we're showing and it, does this fulfill our net impression? Like when somebody's finished watching this video, what do we want them to believe or think and, um, you know, as creative professionals, we're always focused on that one piece. Like, what is the net impression? Who's our target audience? How will they perceive this? And will they act upon the information? That's, uh, yeah, absolutely a fantastic insight into that. So, so thank you both for going down that rabbit hole. Um, I kind of want to switch gears a little bit and get back to something, Cynthia, that you touched on right at the beginning, which is how this ties into kind of uh, ageism and how do we combat that with these tools? Yes. Um, we talk about ageism on a daily basis here at Third Third and Culinary Coach. And um, at, everything we do is around that and promoting a positive aging experience or a perception of positive aging. And, um, you know, so I'll be honest, I'm 57. <gasps> Elliot, you're 23. 23. So um, something else that I love is mixing ages in the company. And it, Elliot, I, I'm interested to know, how do you perceive ageism? Or how, how do, has ageism affected you? And what do you think about it? Well, I wouldn't go as far as to say ageism works both ways. I don't think that's true at all, um, necessarily. I would say, like the rest of the isms, ageism to me is just you have to honor the differences between you and your neighbor. If they're, if they look different than you, if they're a different age than you, you have to honor the differences. You have to see them, stop pretending that they don't exist, but also stop pretending that those same differences would prevent you from making a connection with someone. And realizing that there's true strength in a, a diverse company in a diverse world, because the more that we learn about each other's stories and appreciate how they were raised or brought up differently than us, the experiences that they had make them different than us, the more that we appreciate that, I think the better off we are and, and the greater worldview that we have. And that absolutely applies to age. And it's, it's seeing someone for exactly who they are and, and appreciating them for that. So in terms of ageism and in the senior living industry, I mean, the entertainment industry coming from there, it's just ageism is hugely prevalent in Los Angeles coming from the film industry you see it every day people age out of certain roles age out of certain jobs all the time and so it's really cool to me that with this 
With Third Third, we have people of all ages that are using the same new age technology and are, are approaching it the, at the same level and, and teaching each other what they can. And I think that's just really important when you're when you're breaking down those barriers. You know, yeah. Cynthia, you and I talked about this a while ago on a prior episode, but now that we've got Elliot, it might be worth revisiting this uh, kind of unplanned rabbit hole here. But, you know, when we're talking about visual storytelling, um, Cynthia, one of the things that is very prevalent in this industry is using, for instance, images of uh, the stereotypical old person with gray hair engaging in a very old school style thing like playing bingo and, and people are using these kinds of images on their sites and in their advertising and, and in their, their media. So um, what do we do about that now as technology has gotten better, as storytelling is kind of coming to the forefront, where do we go with that? Oh, thank you for bringing that up. Um, yeah. Well, the fact is that the majority of people over 60 color their hair. So they're not gray, number one. But also, we're also dealing with internalized ageism. Um, we talk about that a lot. We can't, we can't prevent that because um, hopefully this will be gone in another 20 years. But for now, there is internalized ageism. So no matter how hard we try to show people who are 80, um, an 80-year-old will look at that and say, I'm not that old. Like, I, I'm never going to be that old. I don't belong, you know, with these people. So <clears throat> to combat that, um, we focus on telling the story of a lifestyle, of a setting, of the potential of what I could do when I live in a community. Um, and, and there are so many ways to tell that story without putting a person just up front and central in the, the video or the image. And so we really try to tell a story, weave the story about a setting. And we focus a lot on beauty and art and aesthetics and kind of ethereal ideas that you can't, you know, that you can capture with video. It's a very cool way to do it. Yeah. And uh, Elliot, I, I know one of the things that, that I have learned over the years in terms of, of video production is one of the ways that you kind of can um, illustrate that kind of a feel is, you know, how is the video edited? Is there like a lot of fast motion with the camera or slower motion to emphasize certain things, you know, to make it seem like this is a very active frame? What's your, what's your thoughts on all that? Well, I think everything about a video, not just the script is, is telling the story of, of a place. And you can, exactly what you said, inform your editing, inform your shots with the same information that you're informing the script. So just because you have someone in the background saying, this is very peaceful and wonderful, tranquil community, if you have a really fast cut <laughs> or a really fast whip across the room with the camera, it's going to make no sense at all. And so back to the talent thing, you want someone who's going to actually be able to walk onto the campus, feel the vibe, and then produce a video that reflects that vibe accurately. So I think that's absolutely really important to pay attention to. Yeah. Focusing on, you know, kind of the activity and the feeling and the vibe rather than just on what the person may or may not look like in whatever stage of life they're at, I think is, is critical. So, um, Absolutely. Awesome. Just like a regular film director, you want to you want to show what you want to show. And and like Cynthia said earlier, at the end of the day, our goal is to 
have someone feel something and feel what we want them to feel at the end of the video. And you do that through all of those choices that you make along the way, if you're directing the video or if you're working on the video. And music. You, and mm-hmm. you you wouldn't want dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Jaws theme in the background. <laughs> <laughs> but also, it's funny you mentioned music, uh, another rabbit hole here. One of the things that I see quite a bit when I have seen videos um, that have music included in it, they'll play things like, I don't know, Lawrence Welk or like (laughs) polkas or like waltzes or things that are very stereotypical, quote unquote, old people music. Um, And the reality is when you walk into a community, a lot of these people that are hanging out like rock and roll or they like something a little bit more upbeat or something, you know, radio friendly. They're not all listening to pre-war jazz or, or something, you know, it, it's it's again, there's that ageist component where we think just because somebody is of a certain age that they only like the music from their childhood or, or whatever they were exposed to. And, you know, quite conversely, they probably like a lot more modern stuff. And so as we see music being uh, integrated into videos now we are seeing a lot more kind of modern interpretations um which which i think is awesome because man that music uh, (laughs) some of that stuff is just hard to listen to for for anybody i think uh, at this stage well it's all about diversity you can play your your swing music but then maybe you want to throw in some rolling stones in the middle of it you know you can you can curate a playlist absolutely that's a whole other job whole other (laughs) podcast right All of that being said, Elliot, now that we've let everybody know kind of what you're all about, uh, we want to make the official announcement that Elliot is going to be actually joining us as another host here at Cosmic Soup so that I can uh, also focus on my my other jobbly duties that sometimes call me elsewhere, uh, which is why sometimes it's hard for us to get some of these episodes out in a timely manner. So, Elliot... What do you want to say to the world about your contributions coming forth to the Cosmic Soup? I am so excited to talk to some really cool folks and hear what everybody else has to say. It's going to be a great learning experience. (laughs) It's a great learning experience, but it's just a great experience all around. And from from what I understand, you've got a couple of episodes already lined up for us here in the very not so distant future. Do you want to tell us about those? For sure. Well, first, I'm going to interview a fun special mystery guest who's a fellow female business leader in the industry. We're going to interview her about how we repositioned her community and what went well, what we would do differently a second time, all that jazz. And then I also have an interview coming up with our very own Dr. Kelly, who's our resident audiologist, scientific and STEM educator for our company. And we're going to be talking about how May is better hearing month and she's going to give her tips and tricks on how to prevent hearing loss and, and all that jazz to jazz <laughs> to jazz. Speaking of jazz that we were just talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. Well, that sounds really, really, really exciting. And I know that Cynthia and I are very excited to have you as part of this production team as well. So that being said, I think it's time for the famous, or is it infamous, questions that we refer to as the Cynthia questions. And uh, we call them that because this was uh, her idea to kind of get a baseline. We ask every guest that comes on the show these two important questions, and uh, we would love to get your feedback on this. Are you ready to do this? Super duper. All right. So question number one, if you could build 
a perfect community for yourself, one that you would actually live in for the rest of your life, what would it look like? What would it feature? And um, how would you how would you go about designing this perfect community? Well, it would be gorgeous and glamorous and very expensive. No, I'm kidding. I think <laughs> it would be comfy with some upscale amenities. But I think overall, I think my biggest deal breaker with that would be that I would really like it to be arts based. And specifically, if we could work a lot of theater into the community, I think that would be fantastic. And one of my ideas would be to have a full theater stage within the community that touring companies could come put up plays and musicals at. And I think it'd be great if residents could be involved with that process, if they could be ushers, if they could sell tickets, that sort of thing, or even perform, perform stage crew responsibilities. I think involvement of any kind would be great. And I've already seen that in a lot of communities too, resident involvement in, in art activities. So I would really need some of that at age 80, I'd hope. Yeah, that, um, that would be fun. Just a whole like theater community uh, would be absolutely epic. So, uh, and then I guess question number two is, if you could change one thing about senior living or provide a singular tip to improve the quality of life, what would it be? I think I'm going to stick with the theme of my previous answer and the theme of this episode overall and just say that I'd like to see it represented more in media, the senior living industry at all. And then also senior living communities. I think there could be such interesting movies, plays, TV shows set there written by four residents. I just think that the more that we tell stories and let people tell their own stories, the better off we are. And those places, they're just so culturally rich. There's never enough written about them. And so I think that would be the one thing I'd change. Cynthia, you want to add to that? Yeah. Well, our mystery guest who we're going to interview shortly, um, her community actually writes scripts and then they film it and they cut it and then they have a red carpet rollout of their movies. And they're super cool. I'll send you some links and you can check For sure. Out. Let them be the example, yeah. leading yeah. the way. And uh, Elliot, you can maybe dive down that rabbit hole with said mystery guest uh, when when that uh, comes to be. So we'll be looking forward to hearing and seeing more of that. So uh, ladies, anything else that we want to throw out there to the Cosmic Soup today? Well, we have an exciting announcement that's coming up in September, but people have to wait for that. We've got, we're all full of mystery today. So we have Very an mysterious. exciting announcement launching in September that's um, we've been working on for a, a year, but I can't tell you what it is. I know so many what question it is. Marks. You're going to have to wait. <laughs> I don't know if I do. I'm going to have to wait too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll Maybe you'll get the insider's tips. So, but there you have it, folks, something to kind of keep you, keep you enticed and, and keep you guessing and keep you wanting more. So coming uh, back Elliot, to the soup. <laughs> come back to the soup absolutely so uh elliot cynthia thank you so much for uh joining me on the show here today it's been absolutely awesome to get back behind the mic and have this conversation and i'm looking forward to uh having elliot's contributions come to the forefront in the very near future yeah thanks for having me thank you for joining us we're so glad you're here and um everybody enjoy your cosmos 
Well, I for one plan on fully enjoying my cosmos, which includes a heavenly single malt in the very near future. And don't forget, feel free to send us your questions, comments, ideas, and otherworldly inspirational juju to Cosmic Soup at 3rd3rd.com and make sure you subscribe to the show on your favorite streaming platform. So thanks again for hanging out with us today, and we'll see you next time on Cosmic Soup. <laughs>